Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Marsh, love to have his name. I know that's what he goes by. That's nowadays. That's the thing. Aren't you a fan of knowing someone's name, though? His name is uh, Bring Jake Garcia to Miami. That's what it is today. <laughs> <laughs> when he calls in, I'll ask him. Yeah. Um, this is all part of that Gabby Urrutia family. I think everybody's gonna be like, "Damn, I should have gotten close to that Gabby guy," because I'm. Sitting here giving out national radio time. <laughs> no, this guy's a Yankee t- uh, Yankee fan, too. Yeah, I saw that. Why do you think I uh, told him to come on? <laughs> yeah. The great ones stick together. You know how that is. So a couple minutes, we'll have Hurricanes Marshawn. A um, couple of years with State of the U, he was telling me. He's host of the Fours Up podcast with our friend J.R. Nelson17. Um He's been following me forever, forever. What I don't remember, Frank, I said I wasn't going to look this up, but you know me. I don't know why I have in my head that he was one of the ones that ragged on me about, what's his name? (laughs) Uh, Dan Enos. I don't know why I think that. Could be. Hurricanes, maybe it wasn't him, man. A lot of names are similar and... So I'm just going to do one of my Twitter searches, you know. What time is he calling in? Any minute. Right. <laughs> he wants to talk about how great they are. I, I Listen, Miami has all the capability of being simply amazing. Um, No, it wasn't him, Frank. See? It wasn't him. Good do- good job you checked. I'm checking, but I don't know why. But again... I'm sure it's still going to come up in conversation, though. Oh, I'm going to ask him about it, but I don't think... No, he's definitely not one. I've done the search already. He's clear. He's, in fact, he's been cool with me. He always does the great question. Like, what are the greatest what-ifs in Miami history? Wrote Terry Porter had decided to be a major league ump instead of a college referee. <laughs> Hashtag six rings. I copied you on that one too. <laughs> I did see that. One. <laughs> that was last year sometime. And then he puts, "Who are your first favorite players on the Canes?" And I put Alonzo Highsmith and Melvin Bratton. Yeah, he's always you know he's always engaging. He's doing good. So no, he's not guilty of ragging on me over what's his name. I was right about Daniels. You know how that is. I was right about it. So, yes, man, anybody, listen, I think very highly of stateoftheu.com. I think you know that. Uh, I was there for four years. 
Um, I was with a gentleman named Jerry, uh, and my boy Charlie Strauser basically got me in there. Charlie's out of New York, big Kings fan, covers basketball, and is just an advocate of the program in general. But but Jerry Steinberg really got everything started, brought Cam Underwood in. Uh, Cam now doing excellent work running uh, the site. Uh, Jerry moved on to other things, and a couple of us moved on as well. Right? Busy running a radio station. I used to love it. He has invited me, told me hey, you can do guest writing, whatever. I might, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it probably won't. I'll probably leave it the way it is. But I think that the the young bucks on the come up need to have that space. So, uh, you know, I, it's always good to see the work that they do. And I'm always encouraged because I feel like someone who works the way we worked at State of the U, which was for free, <laughs> and with the love for a program that you're covering, you know. So the bad thing is it comes with a slant. It comes with the rah-rah, I love the Kings. Um but the good part about it is you have someone who really is engaged and wants to cover what they're covering. So we saw that in Gabby Urrutia, and Gabby's gone on to great things, and we're so psyched about having Brad aboard. Our next guest is somebody who does very similarly podcasts for you, you know, about the University of Miami. He writes for State of the U. Um, his greatness is accentuated by the fact that he's a Yankee fan, so there you go, Frank. I threw that one in your face. Uh, but on a serious note, this is one of those guys that takes covering that pretty seriously and they're not professional journalists these are all people i've told you this hundred times they have their own jobs they have their own lives brad has his own kid i we're gonna find out what hurricane marsh does for a living or whatever but certainly it's not covering kane's football so when you do something for the love of it the way they do um they're the angle of how they cover it if you can sift through it being a little bit of a fan love you get some good information from these guys. They're really in the know. Our next guest. Our next guest on uh, Good Morning Amigo. We're going to find out what he goes by. I would imagine the marsh means like a marshal or something, right? But we're going to go with Hurricanes yep. Marsh joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. What's up, my man? What's going on, brother? Thank you so much for having on. Um, having me on. Yes, man. So you're, you're exonerated. I at first thought I said, I think this is the guy gave me crap. About uh, <laughs> about giving Danino's crap after the Florida game. You were not that person. I caught a lot of, and you're not allowed to say bad words. I'm the only one allowed to say bad words. I caught a lot of shit after that. It's worthy of the bad <laughs> word, um, because man, did I just my old boomer senses were telling me, dude, I've been around the game. I've been around coaching sports. I've done a lot of things. I'm not a college football coach, but that's not how you approach a young team that just almost beat a top ten team, like. I think you got to go about it differently, and and I thought it was downhill after that. But I am convinced, thanks to guys like Brad and guys like yourself, that the future is very promising. We've made the proper changes. Uh, the personnel, as far as on the field, looks amazing. Um, give me a little bit of insight of what you think. Because uh, Brad comes rah-rah. You heard him. Give me a level-headed uh, synopsis of what you think happens this year, where Miami is at after a blustering 6-7 and seven season last year. Well, I mean, I think uh, getting re rid of Danny Enos was obviously the, the right choice. I mean, last year was just such a disaster, and I was hyping up Enos more than more than anyone. I had an article on State of the Union every day saying how this offense was going to be, and obviously did not work out. But um, I, I think you love Enos. I remember that. That's why I, I think that's why I think I, I attributed one to the other, but there were so many people that attacked me. I had to kind of shut it off. 
And then all those people went quiet. And of course, I'm not the one that goes at you on Twitter and go, hey, where are you guys? But I did do it on the radio show. I go, where are all those guys that gave me crap in August about Florida? Week zero. Where are the week zero haters? And of course, you know, I hated reveling, you know, loving the fact that the Canes were losing because I wasn't loving it. But it was proving a greater point, which I was saying, this ain't it, God. Like, this is not it, Chief. Um, our ends are amazing. And I think that that spawns something on our defense that will be magnificent. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, you got to score points in football. And I'm just worried that we're going after Jake Garcia or the word about Jake Garcia when I think we have someone in-house that's darn good in King. Give me, give me your thoughts because you seem to be spearheading this whole bring Jake Garcia to Miami thing. It's kind of your name right now on Twitter. but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, we, we've, I mean, we've been talking to Jake Garcia for a long time. Um, he came down to Miami last summer, I think it was, and the kid is a five-star talent. Uh, he would be, our, I think, our biggest quarterback commit since, like, Kyle Wright. I don't like to say his name because I just get angry. But, um, I, I mean, you build for the future, and Jake Garcia is that kind of guy. He's the kind of talent that is a program changer, and that's not to take anything away from guys like Nicozy Perry or Tyler Van Dyke, but I mean, you just want to add that depth, and especially with the quarterback coach and offensive coordinator like Rhett Lashley, um, you know, you got those pieces in place, and we need a quarterback in the 2021 class, and so if Jake Garcia decommits from USC, I think the team's got a pretty good shot. Marsh, let me ask you another question, brother, because this is an old boomer like me. I tell Frank all the time. I don't have the, the proper perspective anymore. I'm not labeling myself an old man, but football's a young man's game, right? And so to me, football used to be three yards in a cloud of dust. Now, Miami never played three yards in a cloud of dust, but Miami did play a style of football, which always had a running back to help keep you on your toes. This team always had a great running back. Is it me or do you just get the feel like we come up short in that position, and if so, what what do you feel about this year's team with the running game? Because I think the only way we throw the ball downfield successfully is if we can establish a good running game. And I don't mean, but with smoke and mirrors and and our you know run run pass option RPO. Like I'm looking at running the football between the tackles. I know that's not commonplace, but that's where Miami. We we want to go back to Miami being great. That's where Miami made their bones being great. Do we have that greatness at the running back position? Well, I think Cameron Harris is a very, very underrated player, and I think he showed a lot of promise last year. He's not the—he's not going to be like Willis McGay. He's not going to be your Frank Gore, but he's going to be solid. But the two true freshmen that we just brought in, Don Chaney and Jalen Knight, and those are two of the best running backs in the state of Florida from last year's recruiting class. And I say—I mean, I hype up Jalen Knight every single day. I think he's going to be an all-ACC, potentially all-American kind of talent. So um, right now, I think our— Young running backs are the best they've been in a while. Talking to, would you, we go with Hurricane Marsh? That's what you go by, right? That's you. That's you. You don't <laughs> yeah, go with full name. Uh, that's I'm, the I'm Twitter so name. That's the Twitter name, huh? <laughs> so yeah, you, but every, everyone just uh, everyone. I mean, nobody calls me by Marshall. It's just Marsh. <laughs> All right. So Mar, we're, we're talking. It's Marsh Thomas, right? Is that your name? Yes, sir. All right, Marsh Thomas, otherwise known as Hurricanes Marsh, joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. Marsh's mailbag. I love it. I love it. Was that your idea? Was that Cam's idea? Tell us a little bit about your contributions to Marsh's mailbag on State of the U. Yeah, so it's something that I started uh, 
last year on State of View, and it's just really because I love interacting with Canes fans, and um, you know, I just I love talking about the Hurricanes, and so I figured, you know, what the heck? Why not just uh, do an article where I take in a bunch of questions, and um, every single week, you know, for the past year, Canes fans have been just great with that, and you know, always different kinds of questions, and so um, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun reading your article this morning uh, about the one-game mentality, and it's interesting that you went with that angle because I think football, we've lost a lot. In, in, there's so much data that comes into these coaches. I, I have a firm belief that football coaches need to play more golf and watch less film. I honestly believe that they overload themselves with information and they outthink themselves half the time. However, if you put your marbles all your eggs in one basket, you put all your marbles in one basket, you use whatever euphemism you want. But if you worry about it one game at a time, um, you're going to get the best results out of a football team. There's an old coach by the name of uh, Bobby Bowden. He used to say, I, I, I can only get these kids up three or four times a year, you see. So I, can't, I can't expect them to play more than three or four big games a year without running into some trouble, you see. And it's true because they're 19, 20-year-olds. They're very athletic. But the same way they lay an egg against one team, they go and whoop Notre Dame one night at the Rock. And you don't know. It's, it's Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get. So a lot of times, if you can deal with the one-game mentality and the drama that comes with teenagers or young adults in preparing for one game at a time, um, <clears throat> believe it or not, it isolates things. It doesn't let things linger. A loss stays in that week, and then you move on to the next. And I think that that's the only way Miami uh, can really get out of the out of the ashes here is if they can take it one game at a time. That first game, like you say in your article, starts with Temple. That's going to be an interesting football game, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, Manny Diaz was a head coach for there for about 12 minutes. So, I mean, the Temple players are going to be a little added motivation. And, um, you know, Quincy Rochelle, the guy we just added, he came from Temple, but – um, you know, I, I think you, I, I love that you that you read it. Thank you for that. And um, I think it's something that has been missing from this program for a long time. I mean, in the off season, because we're the new, you know, we have these all these lofty expectations that we're already planning on how we can beat Clemson. But you can't really go to Charlotte to play Clemson if you can't beat you know North Carolina in September. You can't look over these teams. And I mean, I've been seeing it as a kid or since I was a kid. I mean. All these teams that we are overlooking, they, they creep up on us. So uh, that's something that Manny Diaz has to install on his team. Talk to me a little bit about what it's been like to write for State of the U. Uh, you're obviously, you grew up a big Canes fan. I've been following you for a while, and, and I think before you even wrote for State of the U, you've been this huge Canes fan. Tell me a little bit, give me a little insight of what that feels like. I know what it felt like for me to get on the radio after being a lifelong Canes fan and being the voice of a fan. Uh, when I became the Amigo 15-plus years ago. But writing, to me, was always cathartic. I could always, and, and I don't know if you've ever gone back in State of the Union, seen some of the stuff that I wrote. Um, a, couple of that, a couple of those articles, Frank, if you remember, they went pretty much borderline viral. Like, I pissed some people off in, in Tallahassee and in Gainesville with some of the things I wrote. Um, tell me a little bit about what that felt like. Is that's empowering for someone who just, one thing is Twitter, one thing is you write and you look and you get... 50,000 clicks on an article you wrote. You're like, how the hell did this happen? Like, that many people read what I wrote? Yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah, I grew up in, in Hollywood just down the road. I don't, I mean, it, it's been, and I grew up in the Orange Bowl, um, you know, going to games, and I, 
I've just been an obsessive Canes fan since I was a kid. But um, it's it's been great writing for CZU, especially because I, I live out on the West Coast, actually. So um, it's a great way that I can stay with the team. And, and I'm just like you. I mean, I want to get into that business, and my dream has always been or to be you know, talking about the Hurricanes. I've always just wanted to do that. And um, just the fact that I can write these articles about the team that I grew up loving and still love is something I've always wanted to do. And it's, it's, all, it's a dream come true. Tell me a little bit about your podcast um, with J.R. Nelson. Tell me a little bit about how that goes, what got you into doing that, and, and, and what a listener can expect to hear on your podcast. Well, so, yeah, Fours Up was started um, back in January, and it's interesting because Jordan and I actually live in Utah, but we're diehard Hurricanes fans. Um, and it, it was really cool because I had some connections with, uh, you know, guys like Brad Kaya, and we've had him on the show several times, and we've had other former players on, and, um, and you know, it's a brutally honest podcast, and it's, it's meant to, to hype up Canes fans. And, you know, we, we try and record as much as possible and just – think about you know what would we want to listen to if we were you know trying to hear some some people talk about the canes and so it's been a great ride and you know canes fans have been so awesome in supporting us and all so let me get this straight that, you, you live in utah yeah yeah i actually moved here in high school <laughs> so it's like five thirty in the morning over there is <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little it's a little early, but I, I had to get on uh, and listen to my boy Brad. So Damn, you're loyal to the cause, my brother. Um, man, are you listening to this, Frank? This guy's in Utah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that you you're the man. Uh, that is that is as much love for doing something as I, I mean. I thought I would exemplify that all the time, Frank where I would sit up till 3 in the morning editing something that I wrote and made sure that it sounded just the way I wanted it. Um, and I'd have my wife look at me, how much are you getting paid for this again? Like, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what goes on with J.R. Nelson. I want you guys to, you know, to give me a call. I think, like, I, I think Miami Hurricanes football is something that Frank and I, we got frustrated last year, but we believe that, it, it makes it's a perfect marriage for us. Um, we are down the street from the old where the old girl used to sit, and you know we have a lot of fond memories down this street, tailgating in this neighborhood. Um, just a lot of things that go on, and I think that it's a natural marriage to this neighborhood, even so many years removed from here, uh, that the natural marriage to the University of Miami still exists. And because of that, that's why I've been so open. That's why guys like Alex Dono do shows here. That's why Gabby had his opportunity. Brad's going to have his. And, and man, I mean, we will sit down and talk because I, I want to hear your podcast. Um, and Gabby speaks wonders of you. So, like, to me, I think it makes a lot of sense. We'd love to, to delve into the possibility of having you, you know, air that here on our national airwaves. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, maybe create a block of programming on one day a week, Frank, that would uh, be all about Kane's football. You know what I mean? Or Kane Sports. And, and we include a few of these guys that do this for the love and give them a larger platform to broadcast on. That's what I, that's my goal with all of this. And you're incredibly knowledgeable. Like I said, I've followed you for years. And, you know, a lot of times I get my information from the press, but I get the stuff I know from people who are not in the press because they generally are the last ones to find out the stuff that's in the know. And, uh, and you're one of those guys, man. So I, I appreciate you coming on the show. If that's something that interests you, I want you to hit us up later on 
And we can sit down and have a conversation the same way I did with Brad. And, and, and we can talk about doing something. I'd love to hear you throughout the summer talking about what we can expect from our Canes come September. So uh, I don't know if that's something that you would be interested in. I know that, uh, again, you come from the right place. Stateoftheu.com is where you can catch Marsh's mailbag and you can catch uh, our boy Marsh Thomas as he does his work through the SB Nation site. Uh, that's one of the best SB Nation sites. There's a, there's a community of 300 sites that do college football through SB Nation, and the State of the U has consistently been in the top five for years. It wasn't always like that. Uh, I'm proud to say we helped get it to that, and then Cam has just maintained it. Cam's, Cam's tough, boy. Cam don't play, so he has the best of the best. If you're there, it's for a reason. Um, so we, uh, we appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate you continuing to do what you do, man. Hey, thanks, brother. And, yeah, I would absolutely love, uh, you know, to do that. And because, you know, I grew up listening to 560, 790. My goal has always been to, you know, come back to Miami and, you know, go back to or go into sports radio. And it's just what I love talking about, man. I can literally do it all day. And that's why I'm studying what I'm studying in school so I can do that. <laughs> there you go. I bet you you were too young to stay up late at night to listen to the Dos Amigos back in the day when I was on on 790 uh we did we did some excellent work but it was more adult themed and usually the kids that are now adults they were kids back then frank chances are they didn't listen and, and marsh sounds young enough to have been probably about 13 or 14 back then right probably about 30 now right that's what i correct me if i'm wrong there <laughs> uh, 25 <laughs> okay so yeah so he was a kid so he probably wasn't up at midnight listening to me curse on the air <laughs> I got away with murder, man. It was, but boy, did we talk a lot of Canes football on that show all the time. Um, yep, that's uh, that was a lot of fun. Five sixty was what a what a great run. They still do good work, uh, my boy Hawk over there. But five sixty was the home when you were uh, when you were looking for your Cane stuff, man. It, it was the only place to go to get your Canes fix. Uh, indeed, still is. They're still the signature and the flagship. So shout out to look at that. I'm giving a shout out to five sixty, Frank. Look at that one. <laughs> Go figure. The world has come to a definitely strange place. Uh, Marsh, let's talk offline, man. I think I'd like to have you on our airwaves. I think that's something that would work out very well for us. Hey, I'd love that, man. Just hit me up and uh, let's get it going. Let's kick off. All right, my man. I appreciate your time. Thanks for jumping on. Jake Garcia, why? You never told me. Why? Why Jake? He's a that changer. He, he's the guy. He's only there for one year. Yeah, that's true. Well, what happens when you get this guy? King's going to transfer again? Like, what do you do? Well, I mean, so King, I mean, King only has one season left of eligibility. And oh, this kid's in high school still? Oh, okay. So this Garcia, kid's a senior Garcia's in high school. I'm thinking this kid's going into, yeah. I'm like, what? All right. So I've never heard of the kid. I'm going to be very honest with you. I've never heard of him. Today I saw film on Rivals, thanks to uh, Brad, and he does have amazing mechanics. So he's, a, he's going into his high school senior year with those mechanics. Yeah, oh, okay. and then, honestly, he, he could be, um, you know, the best quarterback we've had since Dorsey. That's why people are hyping him up so much, because the talent is obviously there, and the connection to Miami's there. A lot of the Miami recruits want him there. They've been tweeting at him, so um, it's a movement, man. Garcia to the U. I'm on. I'm on board. I wasn't on board this morning. <laughs> we were wondering what the hell's going on with this movement, but I, I'm thinking it's another college kid we're trying to transfer portal. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, why... This is a high school kid. Oh, then this makes sense. Then you do whatever you got to do. We'll, 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 listen, send him pictures of bikini-clad women on South Beach. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's get him in Buyao to come over here. 
uh, and play some football. But you're right. See, I didn't realize that. I'm thinking he's some, like, again, didn't know who he was. Totally. I've been tuned out to college football the last few months because I've been covid to my earlobes and politics to my earlobes. That's why this is a breath of fresh air, Frank. Talking sports, talking Kings football. Yes, Jake Garcia. Bring Jake Garcia to Miami. There we go. I'm going to hashtag Yes, sir. I'm going to follow Hurricane Marsh. I am part of the crew now. That's it. Let's do it. That kid has great mechanics. Have you seen him? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a dream, bro. Coño. A guy looks like robo quarterback. It's like. a dream, but I have I stopped buying into hype because remember we had the same similar hype to Brad Kaya, and we're like, all right. Brad and Brad wasn't bad he, though. He he wasn't. But Brad he had, had a circumstance. Passing leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brad Brad had a circumstance. It was the team around him. No, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Didn't he get coached by the Thai guy? Fair enough. <laughs> That's okay. I was wrong about the Thai guy too, though. Bernie Kozar convinced me that that guy was the man. That's why I went so deep in with it. Bernie comes in studio one day. Listen to this, Marsh. Comes in studio one day. He used to do a segment twice a week with us on a morning show I did in Palm Beach. And Bernie comes in. Hey, bro. Uh, I just came with the trustees, the board of trustees. This guy, Golan, is the real deal, bro. He comes in with some PowerPoint. And it's just, bro. It's like 40 pages long on why he wants to be the University of Miami coach. This guy's the real deal. Well, Kozar convinces me. Hook, line, and sinker on this guy. It's kind of creepy how well you can impersonate him. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, you see, he doesn't know about my impersonation skills. Don't get him started, please, Marsh. Don't get him started. (laughs) I do some really big things when I imitate people. Really big things. Um, So... This guy, and, and I'll be very honest with you now. All right, I'm, I'm going to throw it up there. Brad Kaya, Frank, had a tough situation on his hands and probably was best suited when we asked that question earlier about what quarterback have we had that's got like Heisman potential. Don't, don't, don't laugh at me. Kaya was probably the guy. Kaya could just throw and throw and throw. He really was a good passer. He never was able to develop properly, which is why he didn't play football in the pros, I think. Pressure got to him, I feel. Like, once well, that pocket collapsed, like it was game over for Brad Kaya. It was collapsing mm-hmm. a lot. You know, it's hard to throw from your back. Yeah, so he got in his head. Like, it just became something that he was just haunted by. He had the skills, but always a little something here. And plus, Bradley Kaya... Bigger and better things. That guy's a good dude, bro. Like that guy probably be great at anything he does. So, uh, but kudos to him. I give him a shout out. I was a big Kaya fan myself. All right, there you have it, bro. So you need to get in touch with us because I think it's time. Let's do it. Let's do it, my man. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate your time. We have we have awoken the those who are asleep, Frank. Apparently we 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 have some like someone liked having him on, which was good. Yeah, a lot of information there. Look at this. I mean, who wouldn't? Look at this. What movements are we starting? I'm sure you like who wouldn't. So look at look at Craig in the eight four three throwing a subtle shout out. Another state of the U guy, CT. I know well. CT's been there for a while. I'm wasn't CT there when I was there. I don't know. Craig, I think, weren't you there when I was there? You've been there a while, haven't you? There, look at Craig. They're all coming out, baby. I told you this was, this was going to I want these guys. These guys are great. 
They're a wealth of information. There's no coincidence that those guys do great work on State of the U. And, and, and I think there's a, there's a platform. I have the airtime for them. We can hear spread Kane's love all over the country on Slam Radio. Why not? Why not? Nationwide, baby. Oh, I, I think this makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Where are you, Craig? You're next. <laughs> Amigos hit list. You're next, Craig. Where you at, kid? Where you at? 786-828-7068. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while since Kane's you call. That. Yeah, Kane's call. Yeah, I don't give out the number before. Miami Hurricanes Tuesday here on Good Morning Amigo. It looks like it's going to be Miami Hurricanes every day. We got to figure out a day and block it off and have some of these guys just pour their podcasts in there. We make a deadline and everybody, we start with Brad at noon and it comes all the way down. Maybe we do it on Tuesdays. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, there's a lot of things we can do. Mm-hmm. Where are you at, CT? Craig in the 843? Yeah, it's been... It's been a minute. I've, I've awaking the Twitter, the Twitter beasts. Yeah, I have because he wrote something back in sixteen, and I promoted it for him. So yes, he, one thousand percent. He's part of that fam. He's part of that fam. Where are you at, kid? All right, we're going to go to break. <laughs> I think he's listening. We'll go to break. Come back on the other side. We'll do a little more of what we do best. Gonna keep talking, Canes. We'll do that. We'll talk about other stuff as well. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. 